0: Hello, welcome back to Set Apart Style Podcast, I'm Nash Amber and today I'm so excited to talk about a topic that is quite close to my heart and it was actually a topic suggestion from one of my sisters when I asked on Instagram, what would you like me to talk about? And like you've seen from the title, we are talking about living a private life and being content with it. Hmm, hmm, hmm. We have to chop this up. So, I'm obviously having this conversation straight into your ears straight into your speakers and um, I really hope that you're blessed by some of my thoughts on this topic so for those of you who know I have been on the internet sharing from my blog through YouTube um, for Instagram for a number of years and over these years by the grace of God and some hard work as well on my end I have been able to see the community I have online grow and so on my YouTube for example I've got 16,500 subscribers which I see as individual souls I don't just see them as numbers these are people these are people's lives these are people's emotions these are people's journeys thoughts like people real human beings are following my channel um, getting whatever they need from me, however the Lord will use me. So for so that that for me is a massive, massive big deal. And, you know, on my Instagram, I'm sharing these numbers not because I'm trying to um, boast, because honestly, you guys see other people on the, on the internet who have much larger followings than me. But I'm sharing this for context because some people might think, okay, but what angle are you coming from, Nash? And so I'm talking to you from an angle of a sister a lady somebody who's been doing this um who has had exposure to it who's living it right now i.e being in um being on an online platform and having some sort of following some sort of community online family friends however you want to word it or call it so when i'm talking i'm talking from the perspective of somebody who's been doing this i'm not new to the game um, yes I'm still growing my following and you know I'm now here podcasting away but I'm I, I have some experience and I've had lessons along the way with the Lord that I just have to share I have, I have to share so <laughs> this topic is just like ah there's so many sides to it so I'm a very private person that know me like I'm private like I think most of you guys who know I just I was doing my thing one minute and next minute I turned up and I was married even though that was never really my decision my original decision like I would have never done that ordinarily but myself and my husband went through some things which you'll see from my youtube video I explained um what you know we kind of went through that meant that informing people on the internet was not a priority in that season I had to deal with so many things offline and that is part of the whole living a private life part that I really want to kind of jump into. So before I kind of go further, I don't want to patronize anybody who ever listens to me, but I'm somebody who really likes to define things. Um there's verses I think it's in the old testament where it talks about like um that toward the in the last days or towards the last days, it talks about how um people will call evil good and good evil um, in, in the different generations and we've seen that happen generation to generation and what I understand from that scripture is that there will be things that God calls evil but us as human beings actually call good we think that there's nothing wrong with it and we actually affirm it we applaud it we celebrate it even though god has called that thing evil we actually have tried to turn it around and say we're going to make it good we're going to make it somehow godly somehow work for us um so when it comes to the kind of conversation of what is private Like I had to even look at the dictionary definition so I jumped onto Google and I'm looking here at the definition of private and private it says here belonging to um, or for the use of one particular person or a group of people only and then it talks about how the synonyms are things like personal, individual, um, particular, special, exclusive. Yeah, and it talks about the opposite being things like public being you know available for all and things like that so please check it out for yourself but when i'm talking about a private life i'm talking about an exclusive life i'm talking about a special life i'm talking about an an individual personal life um and being content with that so there's this verse of scripture that I have to share with you guys because I feel like it underpins a lot of what God has shown me and taught me when it comes to the living a private life and why it's so important, even as somebody who is a influencer, content creator, blogger, whatever you want to call me, minister of the word, um, somebody who I'm not known in every circle, but I'm known in some circles, and. In those circles it is like oh that's not how from set apart style so there is a part of my life that is very public and I'm sure you guys know that hence why you all here on this podcast but there is also a part of me that is extremely private and I do it on purpose that way because it's important to have a private life and I'm just gonna expand on that a little bit more but the verse of scripture that for me has underpinned a lot of the reasons why I value a private life and I'm very content and I'm satisfied and happy and I'm literally okay with people not knowing my the ins and outs of my private life is because of this verse that I think checks me. So it's in 1st John chapter 2. I'm reading from verse 15. To 17 and I'm gonna read it in the NLT version so I tend to read different versions of, of the Bible because sometimes I like how this simplifies some of the, um, the the messaging of the word so I like to read you know New King James and other versions as well however for today I'm reading the NLT so please don't at me if the NLT is not for you you're more than welcome to go to another version but I'm reading it in this version Said because I just like how it has simplified something which can sometimes become over And for the purpose of this conversation, I'm just bringing it out, okay, sis? So, verse 15 it says, Do not love the world nor the things it offers you, for when you love the world, you do not have the love of the Father in you. Verse 16 for the world offers only a craving for physical pleasure. A craving for everything we see and pride in our achievements and possessions. These are not from the Father, but are from the world. So 17. And this world is fading away, along with everything that people crave. But anyone who does what pleases God will live forever ever, you hear that okay so this verse of scripture and other versions which i originally learned it in which was a new New king james that speaks about all that is in the world the lust of the eyes um, the lust of the flesh and the pride of life is talking about the cravings that our flesh has our flesh craves power our flesh craves um, to be affirmed and to to feel a sense of pride when it comes to things that we have achieved like yeah i worked hard i'm I'm a boss chick i'm a this i'm a that which i don't even like i that whole notion of boss chick thing really really irks my spirit um Even though I do things and you can classify me and my husband as people who are business owners, so we are bosses, we have people that work for us, I still don't even claim that boss chick title because I feel like the connotation around it is not what God has called me to be. But anyway, that's for another day. Right now we're talking about this whole pride in our achievements and possessions. I feel like when it comes to having a private and public life, right, there was a time when it was before social media times where somebody had to know you or come to your house or see you driving to church or see you driving away at I don't know in at the supermarket you know and Americans I know they put them mall, going to grocery grocery shopping as my sisters in the states say but um Somebody, you had to physically know someone and see them somewhere to actually know what they had. You'd be like, oh wow, they changed their car, or oh wow, something was like a, a, it was a new moment for you. But now with social media, you just see people's lives all over the internet, and people are giving away this information. I'm part of those people because I give away parts and um, parts of my life on purpose that I choose to give. But it's a choice. I can choose to share and I can choose not to share because the life that I have is what I have in Christ. My life is not my own. It belongs to Christ and Christ is in me. But the life that he's given to me is something that I have a duty to steward and to steward well. I believe that it is right for me to have an exclusivity with my husband that nobody else gets to see. There's an exclusivity that my sisters, my irons have a a rightful kind of i guess i'll say rightful position in my life to have and see that i don't believe people on the internet should be necessarily seeing or seeing first so i like to honor the people in my lives by telling them things myself before they see it on the internet so for me having a private life is minding my business doing what i need to do and not necessarily having to um, get affirmation from people who either don't know me or people who do know me um, who are not necessarily close to me for me i think that one of the highest things that i could possibly do for myself is to aim to be more like christ and i don't mean to say this in a cliche way like i've got it all together and stuff no but i'm keeping it 100 with you that my life is literally I try to be more like Christ. Not me alone. I've got lots of people around me where we're all trying to strive and I'm sure you're listening to this podcast because you are also striving, sis, to become better. So when I'm saying I, I'm not trying to elevate myself to say that I'm better than anyone. Like it's not even that. But I'm sharing because obviously this is my podcast. And so I'm sharing it from my perspective from when I see this these scriptures. So this first on scripture, it literally wrecked my heart because it showed me that Nash yes you are a born again believer you are saved by grace through faith however you have to check and watch that that pride that tries to arise through your flesh that desire to be known by everyone and to be liked and applauded by everyone guys like I knew based on the generation we live in right now right that when I was pregnant with my daughter I knew I could probably get more um what's it called more followers more kind of um exposure to certain brands if i told people that i was pregnant while i was pregnant but me and my husband made a decision to have our pregnancy journey offline and to enjoy it and have it exclusively enjoyed with the people who are in our lives um, offline, the people who are with us when we're in our dark times, the people that are with us when we're in our good times. I appreciate that the people, you know, who are listening in right now, all of you, and people who, who have become like my fa- my family and friends online have met me online, but a lot of the times it has been through seeing my, my best bits my creative moments they don't see me when i'm down they don't know what i'm like when i'm angry they don't know what i'm like um when i'm hungry (laughs) okay when i'm hungry and angry okay not a good combination they don't know that side of me but my irons my friends they know the different sides of me and they check me and allow me to grow in christ to become a better person and the whole thing at the moment whereby there's this kind of obsession even be- even in the midst of Christian circles, I'm talking, because this podcast is a Christian podcast, I am a believer, so most of the things I'm talking about is from that perspective, is like there's this unhealthy obsession now where believers almost feel like in order to be a true disciple, minister of the gospel, you need to live your life on the internet for people to see you doing your good deeds see you serving the poor see you serving the homeless see you praying for somebody seeing you reading your bible in order for it to happen and i'm just like no 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 because i'm like when did we become like this when did it become about us when did jesus ever need us in order to make the gospel um you know, kind of access, like, for people to, to accept the gospel, I believe that Christ doesn't need our fancy branding and all of these kinds of things in order for his name to be known. That doesn't mean you do things in a shoddy way, don't get me wrong, like, guys, marketing is, is is my heartbeat, okay, but I mean in, I mean in the sense that it was never about us, like, it was never about us, and I think we've somehow got in the way and we haven't applied the scripture that says he must increase and I must decrease. We have somehow elevated ourselves to think we are more important than we really are. And so it's almost like people need to know my life, they need to know how I do life. This is not everybody, by the way. So when I speak, I'm speaking from a very particular angle that I have seen that I'm like Lord I don't want to be a part of that. Like I've seen some Christian circles whereby it's almost like they can't breathe without the internet they can't breathe without putting it on stories and Instagram it's like if they don't post it it didn't happen and I'm just like that's not true like when did we buy into this lie where we feel like we need to be validated by people on the internet so it's almost like you get a new job and you need to come and tell people on the internet but why like what is the purpose of you telling somebody do you want people just to clap for you and then that's it so it comes back to that verse of scripture and i think everything we do as believers as christian women wanting to grow and become godly and be set apart in this world we have to really look at things through the lens of scripture and so in this topic when it comes to the whole private life and public life and you you know being content with people not necessarily having to know every inch of your life, and being content with people not necessarily seeing you and thinking that you are amazing or that you are powerful or that you have um, influence in this world, but knowing that God sees you, this scripture underpins it for me. The fact that it talks about how these things are not from the Father, but they're from the world. It's the world that puts this pressure on us to be like, don't you want to be seen like don't you want people to kind of like know you like come on you've got something to say i mean you are very important what do you mean like you could have preached that better or you could have even wrote that better that video was not even that good anyway The amount of people that i've had come for me telling me that i'm not modest enough and that like i need to basically not mix the things of god with the things of the devil i've had some real people like some people call them trolls yo i I don't want to label people i don't know what they are all i know is that i've had some people come for me and it's been painful when i've seen it and i've had to really choose Like, lord am i gonna do things just so that people can applaud me and like me or am I going to do things according to what I believe is pleasing you and being in step with you I might not always get it right and I believe that God and his fathering over me will will teach me if things are not right but again I'm just so not for that I'm reading that verse I'm going to read that same verse again in another version this time it's the ESV just because I like to hear things again and again because I pick different things every time I hear it in a different version and it says do not love the world or the things in the world if anyone loves the world the love of the Father is not in him Oof, Lord mm-mm. I don't want the love of the Father not to be in me so I'm like would you mean, like don't love the world and I always find it interesting that when God is telling us do not do something in scripture it's because he knows my children my children they are prone to go left they are prone to wander in their hearts because this world is so enticing there's so many lights and glitter and oh she's got a big following and oh her hair is so laid and wow her pictures are always so clean and this that and the other her house looks amazing her marriage looks like goals her children look like goals we have so many things that glitter so many things that can cause us to even question like am i doing the right thing here like maybe my house is not clean enough or maybe i'm not as stylish or this that and the other but it's loving the world and god is like nash don't love the world don't love the things in the world nash don't love instagram more than me don't love youtube more than me don't love the 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 kind of affirmation more than what my word is saying to you Nash and this is what I'm saying to you as well sis but I have to personalize it to really get it into my spirit and into my brain and into my heart that's why I speak to myself like this verse 16 for all that is in the world the desires of the flesh and the desires of the eyes and the pride of life so again the desires of the flesh is different from the desires of the eyes and I'm like oh god what and even that there's a distinction difference that's why God is putting it here it's like there's fleshly desires that we have for example you want to be seen as popular you want to be seen as you know oh let me share my life so that people can see that I'm winning but I'm like but why why do people need to see that you're winning why can't you just win in private and be be okay with that what is it in your heart that is causing you to feel like you need some sort of approval or you want some sort of affirmation from another human being to cut for you and say mm, you're doing good why can't you just build your business in private set your website up and when you're ready to launch let us know that you've launched why cannot why can't your actions speak for themselves like why do you need a? why do you need to be seen all the time these are the kind of questions i've had to ask myself as well because i'm on i'm in a public place and when I've decided to make some decisions, like not sharing my pregnancy, um, when I was pregnant, and some people finding out I was pregnant and being like, why is she being so, like people said, oh, why is she, someone's I think said, why is she being secretive about it? And I was like, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I'm not being secretive. There's a difference between being secretive and being private. Private is being exclusive. You're choosing who to share your information with. You're choosing how to be personable with somebody or a group of, a group of people secretive is almost like you're hiding something I didn't hide my pregnancy for example I didn't hide the fact that I was married I chose to keep it private and offline until I was ready to share it online some people didn't like that some people felt as though I am a leader in this generation and I have a duty to share with the people who follow me what is going on in my life in order to be transparent And I remember thinking, I think we've got something twisted here in the church because transparency does not mean that you need to live your life on blast transparency doesn't mean that you need to come and tell everybody what's happening that's not being transparent you need to be transparent with the Lord keep your 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 heart clear you need to be transparent with your irons you need to be transparent with people who speak into your life it could be mentors pastors whoever it might be you need to be transparent and open with those people but you don't have a duty to be transparent with everyone I never saw in the scriptures where Jesus was transparent to the multitudes please I never saw it I didn't see where Jesus, my leader, the one that we are saying is our, our, you know, the person we are all following, I saw him having the multitudes and even preaching some hard things in order to sometimes even, um, prick he it, it pricked their hearts when jesus spoke he wasn't trying to gain the followers i'm like if anybody was going to get followers it would have been jesus but even he was not doing marketing strategies and branding and logos he came for a mission to make sure his father was known and in doing so he obviously had the 12 that he was rolling with and even within the 12 he had three that he was close with and even within the three he still had Opportunities and times when he would withdraw himself to take himself to be away with the father. So I see that God really shows us, even through the life of Christ, that there's a time to be with you know, people, the multitudes. I see like social media for me is the multitudes. You don't need to pit all your business with the multitudes, okay? There's a time when you, I remember when Jesus would preach something and then it was talk about how some of them were like, oh, this is a hard saying. And they were like, "Oh, the multitude." They're like, "Whoa, this is a bit, this is a bit rough." Okay, I don't really think this is for me. I'm gonna, I'm gonna head out. Okay, there, I'm gonna head out. The multitude disappeared. The disciples are like, "What is Jesus talking about?" The twelve were the ones that came back to say, "Jesus, like, what does this mean?" And he then expands more and actually shares the pearls, he shares the goodies, he shares the exclusive revelations with the twelve. So it's not that he didn't want the multitude to know about it, but he gave it to the people that actually came forward to say we want to know more. It's not that he just made it readily available for everyone, he spoke in parables, you had to deep it in order to get it at times. And when the 12 would ask him questions like what does that mean, he would expand more to to give to give them further understanding and i love the way that even within the tour we had three that were the ones that he was even more kind of close-knit with and you know john the beloved see who called himself john the beloved i love it he, he knew who he was in Christ. that he's like listen i'm right here the beloved he loves me i'm, I'm just gonna hang in this revelation that jesus loves me and i love that about john as well and but even within the three, Jesus still had a, a private time when he'd go away and I'm really about that. I have a time when I'm, at the mul- I'm with the multitude, like, hey everybody, I'm on YouTube, hey, hair video, I'm talking about modesty, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, you be seeing me dancing on the internet, cool. Then there are times when Nash disappears, I have my social media breaks regularly because I'm like, I cannot allow this platform that god has given me to be an avenue to share the gospel and to share him and to share just a a a christian life that as a woman to now become a snare where i now start performing for people i'm like "Mm, no like one thing that i i've really learned over my years of sharing is that when you're sharing on the on the internet there are two main reasons why people might want to follow you you're either educating people or you're entertaining people I knew that i'm not here to entertain i'm here to educate not because i'm a teacher over people like that but because i know that there are things god has taught me that he wants me to talk with you guys about but as to have that dialogue to have those you know the comments and come like talk in the dms i love all of that because you guys sharpen me i sharpen you you guys ask me some questions that get me to check my own heart and have to go back to father and say lord i need answers for this question my sisters are asking me about why is this happening what does this mean in, in relate to modesty why is it that some people's hair grow and some people's hair don't grow i don't have the answer i run to my jesus to find out what i can give to you so you you really helped me to become sharper even as a disciple sharper um, as a as I guess a teacher of God's word in some sense as well and just as an all-round woman of God as a wife as a mother like I get sharpened by your questions as well and when it just comes back to this whole being private and being public I've realized that God really finds beauty in that private life even when you talk about when you're going to pray. Remember Jesus told us, when you go to pray, close your door, fam. Don't let people see and be hearing you yapping, 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 letting everybody like know. When you're even given a gift, don't let your left hand know what your right hand is giving. Like, do what you're doing without having to do it with an audience. And I feel like we have tried to cheapen the gospel and cheapen living for Christ by thinking we need an audience in order for God to be glorified. And I've learned that, no, you don't yes god uses it come on i'm here on 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 purpose and with a purpose so there is a beauty and there's still ways that god is using the platform do not get me wrong but when it comes to certain things about your life god desires discretion in his bride he desires discretion in the, the sons and daughters you need to have a way that you know how to be discreet you know how to keep things on the dl you know how to keep some things just between you and god i remember when when the angel came to Mary to tell Mary that she was going to conceive um, a son through the Holy Spirit, that would be Jesus, Emmanuel, God with us. The Bible, there's a verse that talks about Mary kept these things in her heart. Mary didn't come and do um, status, yo guys, God has told me I'm going to be carrying Jesus. She didn't come and do broadcast and then podcast about it. No she kept these things in her heart which means she didn't even utter it to her own fiance. She didn't say here, babe, I need to talk to you, something's happening to me. No, she kept it in her heart. She let God even go forward and send an angel to speak to Joseph for him to know that this thing is of God. That, for me, is beautiful. I'm like, God, I want to be that kind of woman where when you tell me something, I know how to keep it in my heart. I know how to be discreet with it. Not secretive, because secretive is like you're, you're hiding something, like it's dirty or something. No, secretive is not even a bad thing as well, because, again, there's another actual verse that I'm thinking about. In Proverbs 31, we all have a bit of Proverbs 31, don't we, right? Proverbs 31 talks about how the heart of the husband us safely with his wife my husband arnold yeah trusts me okay i'm his wife i'm his crown he trusts me he speaks to me about all kinds of things he the things that make him happy the things that make him sad his past his future his plans like i know this man's heart do you understand he trusts me with his secrets and it is right for me to have that with him okay and if we Are saying that we want to follow Christ and we want to be women of God we we have to remember our position as the bride of Christ and I have to do another podcast together discussing and unpacking a little bit more about that being the bride of Christ but in understanding that we are his bride as a bridegroom Jesus should have that confidence to trust us with his heart to trust us with those secret prayers to trust us with the like Nash. this person's going through depression I need you to cover that person in prayer or I need you to go and affirm the sister because she's feeling a bit low in her in her skill set in this area or this lady one of my daughters here is not really um, feeling confident this week as a mother I need you to go over there and speak to her or God blesses you with favor and gives you a job or he blesses you with more money or he gives you something it's you don't have to broadcast it in order for it to be real you need to know that god has given you something for a reason understand that reason understand the beauty of discretion understand the fact that a private life is a happy life a private life is so beautiful in the eyes of god because he can trust you and he knows that you know how to, to to keep things in your heart for the glory of his name and not for you and your flesh to to feel like yeah people can see me i've got this i've got that you don't need to do things for people, sis. You need to do things for God. Sometimes God will say, Let them see, because the Bible also says that you are a city set on a hill that cannot be hidden. So there are times that God will set a table before your enemies so that they will see what God is doing. But it's not for you to place yourself on that table. Let God prepare that table for you, and you just sit down and enjoy. Okay. <laughs> oh.